I watched a um, video and the title of the video was How to be awesome during exam. So it takes you into an examination hall. The professor is at his chair. The students are writing. Um, the professor says, one minute, please. And at the end of one minute, all the um, students start coming up and handing in their exam booklet. Um, they're all piling it up at, um, at the professor's desk. But there's one student who is uh, oblivious to the time and is continuing to do something, not really answering um, the questions on the paper, but, um, but kind of distracted and, and doing something. And then finally he realizes that the time is up. Um, he goes up to the um, professor with his exam booklet. And then, and as he is about to put it at his desk, the professor says, sorry, too late, you failed. And the student looks up at the professor and he tells him, ma'am, the professor looks at him and says, absolutely no idea. So um, the student takes the booklet, he puts it into that pile of booklets that is at the professor's desk, uh, grabs an apple that is at the desk of the professor and just walks out. And that's where the video ends. Um, many a times uh, we use this line, especially people who are influential, um, maybe have parents or politicians um, use this line to get out of trouble, right? Jesus um, asks a question to his disciples. He asked the question, who do people say that I am? And then he goes on and, and he asks, who do you say that I am? And what Jesus, I think, truly wants to know is what do the people closest to him think about him? Will they recognize who he truly is? There are many things in, in life that, um, that we take for granted. We take at the word of others. For instance, you know, gardening. If you're not too familiar with gardening, um, you would ask the gardener, the gardener would say, okay, you know what, I mean, maybe you should buy these plants um, and, and maybe they will grow better. And you say, okay, let's just, you know, you know, I have no idea, so I'm just going to take your word. What about in a restaurant? If you're ordering food, you see, you know, um, which you know, recently happened to me, you see, you know, the menu and you have no idea of all these dishes, you would ask the waiter, like, what do you, you know, what do you suggest? The waiter would say, okay, why don't you take this, um, you know, dish and this is the best that we have and you would take the word of the waiter. What about in a parish? You know, we have, you know, a lot of boilers in your book problems every now and then. 
Well, we, we call the boiler man and he says, okay, this is what has to be done and we just take the word of, of him. So in life, there are many areas where we take someone's word because we simply don't know. And this is always true when we are young and when we learn about Jesus. You know, we learn about Jesus from our parents, from our grandparents, from teachers, catechists, priests, and anybody who is involved in our early uh, formation and growing up. Eventually, each of us needs to answer who Jesus is from our own lived experiences. Not what someone told us when we were five years old. So again, Jesus asked that question. Firstly, who do people say that I am? What do others say? And then, who do you say that I am? And, and it's a journey to move from what others say about Jesus to what you say about Jesus from your own experience. So how do we get from saying you know, who Jesus is based on what others said or what we read in a book to answering that question from our own experiences? In today's second reading, we hear from the letter of um, St. James. He, he talks about our faith and deeds need to match. And that is how um, we can move to knowing who Jesus is. When we live charity in our deeds, in our service of others, in a very concrete way. Yesterday, we celebrated the 20th anniversary of 9-11, um, the, um, the uh, horrendous attack um, on the World Trade Center and on our country. And um, there were many heroes during that time, and one of them was a priest. His name was Father Michael Judge. He was the chaplain of the New York Fire Department. And when the, um, the aircrafts were, were hit, uh, hit the, um, the Twin Towers, um, Father Michael decides, rather than running away, to enter into the World Trade Center along with the firefighters. He wanted to pray for these firefighters. He wanted to be there, uh, you know, for those who were being um, hurt and people were, you know, you know, jumping from the windows. And you know, so he wanted to pray for them. He wanted to be there, and he decides not to run away. Eventually, he dies um, because of the um, the um, the debris that fell on him. So here is a man, not only um, uh, having faith, but also living it out. Another example is about a, a teen, you know, from, from our own parish, um, probably a few weeks back when, um, when the kids were still on vacation, 
uh, we created a, a volunteering opportunity uh, here in the parish office. We said, you know what, we have to do a lot of data entry work. If anybody is, is free during the day, you can sign up. So we put up a sign-up sheet. Uh, and this, um, this young kid uh, signed himself up. He came the first day for a couple of hours. He liked what he was doing. And he said, you know what, I'm going to spend my whole day here, 9 to 5, you know, doing uh, this data entry. So I have nothing else to do at home. Uh, and he spent like a couple of weeks doing this. And one of the days he, um, he comes to me and he says, you know what, I want to tell you something. Um, you know, Father Roland, I discovered what I truly like. What I truly like is to help others. So he discovered what he truly likes by coming and serving, giving his time, um, volunteering uh, in this activity. The second way that, that we would move from, um, move towards answering who Jesus is um, from our own lived experience is by being fascinated with Christ. We will only want to know somebody when we are fascinated when we're mesmerized by this person, that's when we want to spend time with the person. We want to know him. We want to love him. We want to be with him. So there is no way to know Jesus without spending time every single day in prayer. Maybe at the end of it, our answer may sound similar to what we have heard. But it is going to be our own answer from our own experience. Who is Jesus to you? Finally, the third way we can move um, from, from, um, from what others tell about Jesus to what, what you say about Jesus is by picking up our cross and following him. And what does this mean? It means it means different things. It means putting up with a person that I disagree with, that I am not comfortable with, facing a difficult situation, bearing illness patiently, and many, many more examples, crosses that God puts in our lives that we have to embrace. There is no shortcut. There's no way to get away. It's only in embracing lovingly our crosses um, will we be able to know who Jesus is. So if we want to answer that question, who Jesus, what, what question that Jesus asked, who do you say that I am? You know, we have to give our lives in service of others. We got to be fascinated by Jesus. Um, we got to accept our own limitations, our own um, sinfulness, our crosses. Um, and this is how we will be on the way to knowing and loving Jesus. Our answer to that question cannot be like the answer of a five-year-old. It has to be the answer of the disciple. Just like Peter answered Jesus, you are Christ from his own experience from living in the presence of Jesus, staying with him. So may we also stay with Jesus and truly be able to answer that question 
from the depths of our heart from our own lived experience.